Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I am coming to you alive from WYAB 103.9 FM. Well, folks, it is Tuesday. Glad to be here. We got a... Uh, 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 interesting uh, two hours ahead here for you. We're going to do a, uh, we're going to have a local businessman in here talking about his business. But of course, I think you'll be enlightened and informed, as we all will be, uh, as we bring out information on that. But in the meantime, in between time, we're going to have an open forum. Then in the five o'clock hour, I've got, you know, uh, it's been a while since I presented you some information that has come across the transom or my desk, as it were. Folks, there's breaking news, and it makes sense. Once you hear this, you say, huh. Who would have thunk it? They lied to us. Uh, Dr. Artis, many of you have uh, seen the Brighton Brighton interview or Rumble interview with him and uh, 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 Peter Stewart. Is it Peter Stewart? Yeah, Pete Stewart. Uh, Dr. Artis has uh, figured out, and it's based on the science and the data that's out there, that in fact, the so-called COVID virus and its associated vaccine and protocols, etc. It's not a virus at all. What it is is snake venom. I'm going to play the interview. It's going to be about a 30, 35 minute interview. We'll play it in the, in the five o'clock hour uh, if the uh, New World Order doesn't interrupt the program. Or Dr. Dobbs and his uh, medical cabal here in Mississippi. Folks, when you hear it, you decide for yourself. When you hear it explained out to you why what they kept telling us was a transmittable, highly transmittable uh, uh, virus, unknown virus, an unknown virus that they had a vaccine for within, uh, actually within 32 days of it being discovered here in America or being. present here in America. Two days they had a vaccine ready to go. Or excuse me, in trials. <clears throat> now they haven't figured out AIDS, cancer, lupus, uh, MS, and all these other, they hadn't got a cure for those. But a disease that came out of nowhere and they supposedly still don't know the origin. They haven't isolated but they got a vaccine for it and multiple boosters. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a researcher at the University of uh, uh, Pennsylvania. It was in Philadelphia. And he was researching the sequence of uh, the so-called COVID virus. And the sequence, he was comparing the sequences to various wild animals, since they say it came out of the wild, uh, either uh, bats or pangolins. 
Southeast Asian type of a creature, kind of, I guess, be as prevalent as our coons and、uh, muskrats around here, I guess it would be.、Uh, and he discovered that, in fact, the sequence matches for the so called coronavirus, the sequence that he found in there matches the DNA sequence of the King Cobra snake and the Crete snake. Crete snake is found in、uh, China. And then, if you think about what the venom does, what venom does, well, I'm going to let you guys listen to it. But you're going to be hard pressed to say, wow, this, this, may, this explains why they were so dead set against hydroxychloroquine, why they took the monoclonal, monoclonal、uh, antibodies off the market, won't let it. Everything that works. Against snake bites, will also destroy the coronavirus, or so called virus. Folks, the connection is clear and unbroken. I mean, and that's why, oh, he goes on, goes on the CDC website. You know, CDC had been monitoring the water supplies. And the CDC was, they said that they could monitor the water supply. And、uh, find the presence of the coronavirus, so called coronavirus, and predict that when they, when, when they test and they, if they find the presence of coronavirus, they say five, six days later you're going to have an outbreak. And that doesn't make sense. If the people had it in their system, you didn't have the outbreak. What it goes on to show, and,、uh, and as he explains this thing, I'm thinking about what I went through when I was in the hospital. I said, that's exactly what happened to me. The whole, you know, they were putting people on the、uh, ventilator machines and intubation and all that kind of stuff. He said, because it's snake venom, it's shutting down your system. Remdesivir. Oh, this guy goes into it, man. And see, people will tell you, oh, you don't have the credentials. Hoss, don't insult me, okay? But after you get done, and, and then after you get done listening to this here, I want you to listen to this with the eye towards this Sunday. You know what this Sunday is? This Sunday is Easter Sunday. I want you to listen to this Dr. Artist in this interview with Mr. Stewart and have an eye towards next Sunday, Easter Sunday. Because what does the snake represent in the Bible? In any religion, for the most part. If you dream of snakes, what does the snake represent in Scripture? And then they're using this so called coronavirus to what? To subjugate humanity. Who else had that plan in mind? Who else stated that that, that, that was their goal? Who told God that? Your boy Satan, head of the Democrat Party. Oh, to you pastors out there, you ain't going to be able to argue. Now, you may not go along with it. You may not change your approach to preaching and delivering God's word. Fine. But you, like all the rest of us, we're responsible for the knowledge we receive. And you're going to receive this today, bro. And if you go on to Easter Sunday unchanged, 
If you go on to Easter Sunday still holding on to the mask, brother, you, you, you're into performance art, in my opinion. But do you do you? Hey, because on that great getting up morning, when you turn your palms up, I ain't going to have nothing to do with it. And when I turn mine up, you ain't going to have nothing to do with it. It's the work of our hands and what we did down there on this earth. But they point out this snake venom and what they call the booster shot, the vaccine for this so called uh, uh, virus, which is again, oh, by the way, the delivery system for this, excuse me, is not airborne. Guess where it's coming from? They're putting it in our water. Why do you think you're losing your taste? Your smell. They say the same thing. If you get a snake bite and you, you're going to try to suck the poison out of, out of it before it spreads in your body, you're going to lose your taste. Now, it'll come back at a certain period of time. Some people, you know, a couple months, some people a year. Same thing with what? COVID, so-called. Oh, folks, this is why I keep telling you folks out there if you look throughout scripture, God, he has prepared men and women for uh, certain commissions and certain tasks he's given them. But the criteria for them being prepared wasn't that they were perfect. It was because they were available. This man was available to sit down and assemble the tea leaves and come up with, oh, wow. Listen for yourself. Now, he has medical training. He was a chiropractor by training. But he's also someone who understands the system, his, the uh, human uh, body. Now, you can dismiss it all you want. The bottom line is you won't be able to explain why the government uses so-called fact checkers all of a sudden to question anything. Why Dr. Dobbs and all the medical cabal here in the state of Mississippi wouldn't let you get all these preventatives and all these preventatives, if you if you look at them, you know you know what they have in common. They have a form of anti-venom aspects to them in terms of the chemical compounds, and that's what they don't want you to have. Oh no no, we ain't done enough testing on that. Listen to it for yourself. Make your notes, and you know who I really want to hear this here. I want Lynn Finch to hear it. Attorney General Lynn Fitch. Because Dr. Dobbs should be prosecuted. Tate Reeves should be prosecuted. They should be in handcuffs. But that's going to be in the 5 o'clock hour. I want you to listen in and uh, we're going to rip it up, y'all. You know how we roll? We ain't scared. Because these people are full of crap. And then the vaccine, you know, this M mRNA vaccine that they... You know what the purpose of them of that is? Because the vaccine, you know, they had the spike protein in the vaccine. So you would produce what? Spike proteins. The mRNA aspect of this so-called vaccine, which is not even a vaccine, particularly since they're using that advanced technology. The purpose of the vaccine is to get the snake venom DNA into you the snake came from or i shouldn't say everything came from the creator but the snakes 
represents the DNA in the snake represents the evil, represents Satan. And just like the head of Moderna tried to explain, we have figured out God's software. So now they're trying to merge the DNA of evil with that of God. So you will be a hybrid. We know how this is going to turn out. And for those of you who have taken the vaccine, God is still in charge. He is still sovereign. And he knows Satan's plan before Satan did what he had planned and what he was going to attempt. Just as he knew what was going to happen to Job. So don't feel forlorn and forsaken. But you got to change. You got to resolve yourself that you're going to fight. You're going to stand. But there is no other certainty than, word, than God's word itself that what I'm telling you these things be so. We're dealing with pure evil. Unadulterated evil. Unvarnished evil. Without a spot or wrinkle evil and all of you who are going to be celebrating Easter on Sunday your praise is hollow if you go in there to celebrate the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ with a mask on without a medical condition because some people had a compromised immune system before there was a COVID not talking about you I'm talking about those people who believe in Dr. Fauci more than they believed in what happened at the cross. But again, it's a personal decision. You do you. But when you hear this documentary, it's actually just an interview. They call it a documentary. When you hear this interview, you put it together yourself. Do your own research. Go out there and Google what this man is explaining. Folks, we've been hoodwinked. We've been bamboozled. We've been misled by evil and what's more disturbing to me is how many folks don't recognize the evil that we've been duped by excuse me you've been duped by because I I saw them at the door I saw them when they walked up I said this is some crap this is crap and for those of you who've been remunerated who's taken money and you won't change you won't ease up off the people baby you taking you just like Judas, baby. That money ain't going to be worth a flip to you. But, you, hey, don't. I'm just a talk show host. I'm just Radio Strongman. And as far as you're concerned, I'm just talking to Yang. Fine, good, no problem. You got it covered. You bought into the hype. It's a snake minnow. The snake is the most despised animal in the Bible. In any book, what it represents is evil. And why wouldn't they use the snake as the basis to subjugate humanity? Who kicked all this crap off from the get-go in the garden? Oh, and you think this thing ain't wrapping up? Oh, okay. Hey, bro, I don't know either. I mean, I ain't got no certainty, but I'm pretty certain that you don't know. I can tell by the way you act, Vince. Our number 601-879-0002. That's coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Let's take a break. 
America. You love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And, uh, folks, as promised, we have a special guest in the studios, local businessman, business owner. Folks, we got Dave Logan, general manager of Cannon Nissan of Jackson. Dave, welcome to WYAB. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here today. Well, as they say, nobody beats a Cannon deal, and we got the man who can help you have those great deals available to you. Dave, tell us about yourself and uh, Cannon Nissan. What's going on over there? Well, I've been in the business for about 25 years. I've been here for the last, oh, God, six years now, seven years here in the Mississippi area. And um, my kids go to Ole Miss. My daughter goes to uh, Brookhaven Academy. Okay. And um, my wife's a court reporter here in town, and really? we just love the area. Okay. We enjoy it. Well, it's good. Good to have you here. And uh, you guys, are, uh, you like the most, like the rest of us here, we kind of fell in love with Mississippi. I'm a transplant. Been here 40 years. Love it. Life has been good. Can't complain. Uh, tell us about Cannon Nissan over there on the hill. What's what's going on with that? Oh, Cannon Nissan's a, a great uh, dealership right there. I've been there for over 10 years. Uh, Michael Joe Cannon's owned it. Mm-hmm. Um We've, uh, Where is Michael? We used to do all those commercials. <laughs> Michael Joe's up in the Oxford area. Is that right? Yeah, he, you know, he's got stores all over the place. He's got them in Oxford. He's got them in West Point, Starkville, mm-hmm. Vicksburg, Greenwood, mm-hmm. and uh, he's spreading out, spreading out everywhere, and still looking for more. Oh, awesome, awesome! I know he can't go anywhere without somebody saying, "You sold me my car, y'all sold me my car." Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, uh, his commercials was very. Uh, I, I think they they touched people in terms of. The diversity of folks that uh, who came through there and bought cars and got good deals. Yeah, M- Michael Joe's really a community community oriented. You know, he wants to be involved. Mm-hmm. You know, he sponsors things all over the place, and uh, he's got a great philosophy about the Canon culture. It's communication. You know, always have a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, wants to play uh, offense over defense all the time. Mm-hmm. Take care of his customers, not only from the sales, the service, have parts available for them, and. Um, it's, it's a, our whole culture. We talk about it every single time we're in a meeting and we get together. Well, 25 years, uh, and with, with those kind of numbers, you're looking at uh, second, third generation kids can come through there, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Michael Joe and his son uh, Tyler's mm-hmm. involved in it right now. He mm-hmm. runs the uh, Cleveland location. Right, right. And that's good, folks. And you're looking for a new car. Uh, nobody beats a Canon deal. This is your opportunity to hear straight from the general manager right here. Dave Logan's here in the studios with us. Now, what's going on in the car business in general? How's Nissan faring? You know, you, you drive by and you, you you look at the lots and you say, well, where are the cars? Well, that's a good question. A lot of the cars right now are, you know, whip 
problems with computer chips still, and mm, we've got supply chains, supply chains getting parts. You know, you know from the truckers delivering cars. Mm-hmm. You know, from getting a bumper or a seat part or something like that. And it's just backing everything up right now, and hopefully in, in the next year or so it'll, it'll get better, and we'll have cars back like we used to. Well, and in light of that, it, it would appear to me that uh, service and customer service is, is, is going to be the uh, dividing line between those who make it and those who don't. You're absolutely right. It's real important right now to take care of your customers in the service department. You know, we've got a two ma- two master techs in our service department, and we keep ch- constantly been training our people, mm-hmm. especially through this pandemic and everything. When schools opened up, we sent our techs there to get them certified, get them up to date on all the equipment. And our parts department is the largest in the state, you know, for the Nissan parts. And we're just taking care of customers every single day. Canon Nissan. Now, Canon Nissan, you guys are right there at, what, Gallatin and 55? Gallatin and 55 on the hill. Right. And uh, we encourage you folks to check out. What is your web presence? Uh, it's canonnissanofjackson.com. Uh, All right. Now, being a Nissan dealer and you have Nissan right up the road as the manufacturing plant, how does that play? Does that help out? Or, you know, you just like everybody else in the food chain trying to get access to parts and cars and everything else? How does that work? Um, it benefits us a little bit because, you know, you've got a lot of plant employees, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they got a special pricing for plant employees to buy cars right. for the friends and family. And, um, you know, we see their business, you know, that they lease cars through the plant, and we mm-hmm. see that uh, for our service department. Right. Now, you, you mentioned lease. Uh, how are lease cars going right now? What's the leasing programs like? Uh, they're excellent right now. Um, right now, there's a real great lease special on a Frontier truck. Is that right? Yeah. Because people, you know, people looking at the prices of everything, not just cars, but used cars, parts, everything has gone up. What, what's your thoughts? How can you address the, the numbers that we're looking at? Well, I mean, you're right about that. Uh, used cars are going up. The value of those are skyrocketing right now. Um, right now, the, we have great financing available, mm-hmm. and um, the banks are looking at it and, and, and getting aggressive on their loans and stuff. Hmm. You know, so we try to, and like you said, if you've got a trade-in, it's worth top dollar. Hmm. So it's kind of offsetting the price because your car is worth more. And we've traded cars in that we gave more more than MSRP when they bought it. Right. Right, right. Folks, we're talking with Dave Logan, Canon Nissan. Nobody beats a Canon deal, and it's still true today as it was 10, year ago, 10 years ago when you guys came to town, right? That is correct. Now, uh, is Nissan the only brand that you, uh, that, that uh, Michael Joe has? No, Michael Joe has several other brands. He's mm-hmm. got a Toyota store mm-hmm. in, in a Honda store in Vicksburg. Okay. He's got uh, three other Nissan stores. He's got a Ford store. He's got a Lincoln store. He's got a GM store. He's got a Chevy store, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and we pretty much got all of them covered. Okay, and uh, uh, you were mentioning that, he, that that he's a Mississippi boy. Yes, sir. Okay, now, tell, tell us where does he where does he hail from, as they would say? Um, Michael Joe originally is from the Calhoun City area. Okay, he makes his home in Oxford right now. Okay, well, and again, we appreciate him because again, there's a lot of jobs. A lot of people have sent their kids to school and. Uh, Fed families and little baseball teams and all that kind of stuff has happened because of uh, what he's done there with his business yeah. acumen. So, and you see a lot every time you drive around anywhere, you see that Canon tag on the front. Mm-hmm. You know, as part of the family. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now, and your your employees over there. What can you say about your sales team? 
oh, my sales team is uh, top-notch. We spend all the time training them, getting them ready. You know, they're here for you. They're going to listen to you. They're going to hear what you want, your needs and desires are, and they're going to um, match it up for you. Right. And they're not there. They're here to listen. You know, and they're not going to push you. They're not pushy. They're not going to force you to buy something you don't want. Or, right. So it's a, it's a no-pressure situation. That's correct. And the whole thing about the uh, the pricing, when, what they see on the on the stickers, what they can get? Yeah, we have not jumped on that band. There's a, a lot of dealerships right now are marking up their prices, you know, mm-hmm. for shortage and take, trying to take advantage of certain situations mm-hmm. where, you know, we got a sticker price on a car and, you know, we're selling them for that. We're not, you know, market adjustment, five, $6,000 on them. You guys are in it for the long haul. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, we want them to come back. You know, we want you to come back in three years or now and buy another car from us. And Well, you know, my my time in sales has, has always been uh, uh, when you get to the closing table, I want everybody to feel like they got the best deal they could get. Not that they got everything they wanted necessarily, but they got the best deal yeah. that could be had under the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. And I, 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 and my experience is that's what gets the repeat customers and the good word of mouth. And uh, uh, like I said, I, when you sat down here, I was uh, talking about Michael Joel because uh, uh, his, his his commercials were memorable. He, he can't yeah. he came across it. As genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you say about Michael Joe. You know, we go to a monthly meeting, takes all the employees, up, you know, managers up there, and we can mm-hmm. sit down and, and we talk about our canon culture mm-hmm. and, and we share stories about doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's real important to him. Right. And, you know, he's, like he says to us, do your job, and we do it every day best we can. Folks, nobody beats a Canon deal. We got Dave Logan, general manager of Canon Nissan of Jackson on the hill there. We encourage you to take, a, take the opportunity to drive over there and just browse the parking lot. Give them a chance to explain to you why a Canon deal is a great deal. So check it out. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it's Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And as they say, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. That's right, nobody. And we have the man himself, Dave Logan, general manager of Cannon Nissan, in the studios with us. And we got this testimonial from one of our listeners. He says, I can testify on Cannon Motors and how they treat people. I didn't have a Cannon car, but I had car trouble while passing through Vicksburg on the way to meet a customer in Monroe, Louisiana. Stopped there at Cannon, and they gave me a rental like I was a customer who had bought a car from them and had my car fixed by the time I got back. I can't think of any other place that would treat you that well. Uh, Cannon treats you right. As I said before, nobody beats a Cannon deal. When the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. So, Dave, I mean, that's unsolicited. You're absolutely right. It, you know, that goes back to our Cannon culture. That's what he wants to treat people, mm-hmm. you know. And the, you know, we say in our in our slogan, "Nobody beats a cannon deal." Nobody, mm-hmm. but it's not about price. Mm-hmm. It's about that right there, taking right. care of customers before, after, and during the sale. You know, being in sales uh, down through the years, one of the things I've learned that it's more to it than putting a name on a whiteboard saying, "Okay, we landed this customer," or "I got this client to buy a house." Yada yada yada. No, it's about their satisfaction too. You know, because I get the satisfaction of getting a commission check, but I want them. I don't want them pulling in the driveway cursing my name every time. And you don't want that with, with your car. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, once they once they leave the lot, you know, we want them to come back for a service department. And 
like we go to church or mm-hmm. something like that, we want good things being said. We don't mm-hmm. want anything bad. Mm-hmm. And we want them. We want people to be happy yeah. that, with their purchase. I mean, you know, uh, one of the things that we always say: never be afraid to buy the very best. You're gonna always be pleased with it. And when you get a Canon deal, you're getting the very the best. best. And nobody beats a Canon deal. That's right, folks. We got Dave Logan in the studios. Now, you talked about your your sales department. Uh, how many days a week you guys open over there? We are open six days a week, from eight thirty till seven, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and then on Saturdays till till six. Okay. And our service department's open six days a week, also. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no appointment needed, and um, on Saturday, and we're open till twelve o'clock. They. What if somebody comes onto the lot and uh, they don't see what they want there? Can you help them locate cars? Yeah, if it's a newer use, we do locate. Mm-hmm. You know, we can search all the other Nissan dealerships around, mm-hmm. and also we look at our pipeline, and then we can reach out to Nissan and see what's coming out and wholesale wise, and pre-sell a car. Right, and that'll help get the car here quicker. And also with uh, all our franchises, we have any used car you want. And we have over 700, mm. 750 used cars available at any time. Wow. So if you want, you name it, we probably have it in our inventory somewhere. And we bring those cars in from one location to another. And if, you, if we have an appointment, usually we have that car here prior to you to getting here if it's at one of our other locations. Awesome. All right, now we're going to do the Johnny Carson, Ed McMahon thing. You're going to be the great question. I'll be the great question. I'll be asking the great question. <laughs> You're going to answer What's going on with the car market? What do you see happening? We got the shortages. You got plants not able. They got, you know, cars up there. They're trying to assemble. How is that going to affect us from one calendar year to the next? What's going to happen in 2023? Will they be selling 2022s and 2021s in 2023? How does this all work? Well, I don't have the answer to to that one right there. I know that they are producing the 22s and they're moving them as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed with Nissan is they're producing the cars. You know, they may cut production on certain car, then produce all Altimas or Sentras at one point, mm-hmm. and then go to the next model. So trying to bring that current model up right. for okay. that current year. Okay. Because, uh, you know, we're hearing if, if uh, the chip shortages and uh, so many of these cars have computers in them and everything. So I was just wondering how this is going to level out. Are we going to have a glut of uh, uh, used cars after the new cars come out and, you know, the whole financing thing? Uh, Interest rates have risen a little bit. Uh, Are you seeing people get off the fence because of the rise in rates or anything like that? Uh, We saw a big rush going back a couple years ago when when the uh, pandemic first started. Right. Customers coming in, trading cars in. Um, selling cars was a big thing. A lot of people sold a lot of cars to us, mm-hmm. and they just didn't need them anymore because they weren't traveling. Right. Um, but, you know, as far as new cars go, I think we're going to probably see for next year or so as far as it balances out of inventory-wise. Mm, okay. Well, again, this this has been a very volatile market. Uh, and for uh, There have been a, a lot of folks who just didn't make it, a lot of dealers who did, just didn't make it. What do you think is uh, Canon's secret? Well, Michael Jell, from the beginning, we attacked it mm-hmm. aggressively. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't lay any people off, mm-hmm. and we took care of our people. We made sure we had the masks and the um, wipes and mm-hmm. following all the guidelines. You know, once you had the city guidelines and you had the state guidelines, and uh, we did everything we could do. We educated our, our staff as much as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we'd spend extra time cleaning, wiping stuff down. 
And I think the biggest thing is, is education and everybody staying focused on it and communication the whole time. Folks, again, they're doing it. They're not really doing it differently. They're just doing it right, and they've been doing it right consistently for 10 years here in Jackson and I guess region-wide because you guys are pretty much in the southeast, right? Uh, well, Mississippi and, and, Arkansas. and Arkansas, yes. Tennessee. Were you in Tennessee? No, we're not in Tennessee. No? Okay. Well, again, folks, Canon Nissan, the great deals can still be had there. Dave is going to honor all the uh, best prices that are out there. And uh, if you got a price that you saw, come talk with the guys at uh, Canon Nissan. They can take care of things. And that website, Dave, is what? CanonNissanOfJackson.com. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Now, we got to say that with a little bit more passion. All there right. You. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. There you go. <laughs> got to get it right here. We got the man himself in the, st- in the studios. Now, the uh, uh, inventory, folks, they've got, uh, 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 what is your web? You guys got your website where you have access to all the cars in the Canon. Uh, it's CanonNissanOfJackson.com. Right. right. But uh, you guys can draw on all the uh, other dealers that you have, right? right? And yeah. So uh, if it's not, uh, if it's something else that you want, uh, you guys have a, a family. What is it? What do they call it? A stable of cars. You got. Uh, what do you have in Vicksburg? Vicksburg has the Toyota store and it has the Honda store. Okay. And then you have uh, Greenwood location. Green, Greenwood location. And you've got uh, Chevy, Nissan, mm-hmm. Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram. And then in Oxford, you got a Nissan store and a GM store in Oxford and a Lincoln Mercury store. Uh, Cleveland's got a Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, uh, Ford, and GM. And the reason why, I, and the reason I want to point that out is because what we're talking about here is delivery of good service, good old fashioned service. The type of, uh, and they have the type of values that made America great, and they still cling to those values, which is what giving people good value for the dollar. Exactly. And giving services, folks, that people can be proud of, that they can sleep at night, you can sleep at night, knowing that you got the best deal proper. Look, again, the service department is going to do what for you when when you get them over there? When somebody brings the car in for service, does it have to be uh, uh, scheduled or what? No, you don't need a point for a service department. Mm-hmm. Just pull into the service lane and look. One of our service advisors will come out, meet you right away. And they'll go over what your needs are, mm-hmm. and uh, you can either stay there or wait. If you want to wait for the car or leave it, and then we'll call and communicate with you and get it fixed as fast as we can. Is there any services that you don't offer there at Canon Nissan as far as the car repair or transmissions? Or well, we do transmissions. <laughs> well, we don't do any body work there, <laughs> but we do do everything else. We do air conditioning, and we do tires there. Mm-hmm. Um, you name it, mechanical-wise, we'll fix the car. And certain cars, you know, that we sell, you know, used cars, different makes and models, we'll do oil changes on those also. Uh, what is the oldest uh, Nissan that you see come through there, still running and people are proud? And... Ooh, wow. Because uh, my wife had a, uh, she had a 1990 Nissan Maxima. She loved that car. You know, it was a standard. I, I could live without it, but she loved it. Man, I, I see a lot of nice cars coming. Mm-hmm. Old Xterras in the mm-hmm. in the two thousand models, mm-hmm. old Altimas and old Centras. Yeah. I mean, they're you know, dots of old those old dots and Zs. The ones that back when I was in college, everybody had those. But uh, yeah, that's a uh, 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 the Z car. They still making the Zs? Well, yeah, they got a new Z coming out this mm-hmm. summer. 
Okay. It's called the Z. It's kind of a retro look back to the 280Z kind of really? a look to it. Yeah, it's a good-looking car. Yeah. If you have if you've seen the Super Bowl commercials and some of the Super Bowl commercial was on, and you're starting to see commercials about it right now, it's a good-looking car, and mm. uh, we're excited about having that one back. Wow, that's going to that's gonna fire up the marketplace there, folks. It's going to fire it up. I remember it from back in the day. Folks, remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. All right, folks, we're back. And I want to remind you, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Body. And Dave Logan will vouch for that. He's the general manager of that Cannon Nissan of Jackson. 25 years experience, 10 years here in Jackson. He's got his roots planted. His kids are here. Uh, again, he's committed to giving you the best deal available. And remember, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Is that right, Dave? Yeah, that is correct. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Nobody. No, you got to get that emphasis on the nobody. nobody. All right. You know, if you're. Hey, you should put a couple more O's on there. No. Nobody. We'll, we'll get it right. There you go. But no, it is it is good to have you in. It's good to see that you guys are holding strong. This pandemic has been a challenge, though, hasn't it? Yeah, it definitely has been a challenge. It's been a, in a long couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're starting to see the difference now, people out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we still got masking and mm-hmm. we still do the sanitizing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's made it tough. It's made you earn your stripes now, what about the uh, test drive thing? Uh, how has that changed? Well, the test drive thing is a couple of different ways we've done it. Where right now, you know, we just got back to where the salesman will ride with the customer. Good. But at first, you know, they came in, we got driver's license, insurance card, and they drove by themselves because, mm-hmm. you know, we couldn't have people in the cars with them. Right. right. Uh, but having that salesman there, I know it's, it's, it's important to me because these cars have all these. Uh, <laughs> You might be two or three weeks before you figure out how to uh, roll down the back window or something like that. You know, little things. The the cars themselves are very technical right now. And what we do, once we finalize the sale and you sign your paperwork and all that, the salesman's going to sit down with you Mm -hmm. and take as much time as you need to go over every button, show you how to work everything. while you're there, then call you up in a couple of days and follow up again, see if you need anything, invite you back in for a second time. Say, come on back in if you have any questions. Trying to get you to familiar with that car. That is awesome. Now, the uh, the whole operation over there it takes everybody to make that thing work on a daily basis. You want to send a shout out or your uh, to the, your various departments of people who are just you know making it work. They may not hear it as often as uh, they might need to hear it or whatever. I mean, where do I start? I mean, every single one of our employees are valuable to us. They mm-hmm. all do a great, fantastic job. Mm-hmm. You know, to single out just one in each department would be right. hard because. Every one of them gives 110%. It's a team, it's it's a a team, team effort. you know. Right. And it starts from, and one of Michael Jill's philosophy is, you know, you really don't have a job. I mean, it's your job to take care of a customer. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be, you know, the detailer of the car. Right. But somebody comes in and needs some help, you know, step up and, and you help that person out, direct them to where he needs to go to. That's right. You know, so every single one of my employees are very valuable, and I appreciate every single one of them. Absolutely. You know, that's uh, I, when I was in college, I worked for Eastern Airlines and uh, the Delta employees. I mean, they really liked that company. They end up they bought they chipped in and bought a 727. I think it was at the time. I mean, it was a couple hundred million. I mean, it was, wow. a, it was a millions of dollars to purchase the plane. But they their contribution bought a plane and uh, that culture. You, you can't replace that kind of loyalty when they when the. When the employer sees that you're fair with them and you're doing the best, like you were saying, uh, you didn't have to lay anybody off during these challenging times, uh, uh, that means a lot. Pe- people remember that. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're absolutely right about that. Uh, you know, I've got salesmen there who's been there for ten the entire time. It's been a cannon. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, my parts manager Jeremy Kreps, he's been there since day one. You know, and mm-hmm. he he's got that parts department rocking. Yeah, yeah, and I'd imagine right now parts are because people are having to hold on to their cars longer, and they 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 need the parts. You guys, uh, your service department, again, they can put all the parts on, but you sell them individually. Somebody can walks up, they want them, huh? Yeah, absolutely. If somebody walks, you know, mm-hmm. fixes the cars themselves, they can walk up to the counter and, mm-hmm. and buy a part mm-hmm. with no problem at all. Folks, again, Canon Nissan, uh, as I said, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. And Dave Logan is going to make sure that that's the case. Now, Dave, what happens when somebody walk on a lot? Uh do they swarm them like killer bees or, you know, is it a high-pressure situation over there? It's definitely not a high-pressure. You know, we're going to let you get out of your car or walk around <laughs> a little bit, and then a salesman's going to come out there and professionally greet you and welcome you to uh, Canada Nissan of Jackson mm-hmm. and basically find out what you're looking for, wants, needs, mm-hmm. and uh, we take it one step at a time. We're going to walk you through the process and figure out what you want and make it happen. And the whole financing thing, how how does that done? Is this – Nissan Motors, or you got several lines that people can drop on? Yeah, we uh, Nissan Motors accepting the corporation is mm-hmm. our main lender, but we do have like 15, 16 other lenders, mm-hmm. you know, from every different level of your credit we have lenders for. Folks, Dave Logan, the man, general manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. Remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. (laughs) Let's take a break. Folks, we're back. Hey, we want to thank Dave Logan from Canon Nissan for coming by the studios. Folks, again, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. That's right, folks. Go on, stop by there today. and get. uh, you You need some transportation, and they've got it, and they've got the great deals. So check them out today. Also, I want to remind you, folks, the weather's going to be warming up. All this rain is going to go away. You're going to have to cut that grass. You need a zero turn. X Mark Moore from Frederick Sales and Service. FrederickSalesandService.com, located 1006 Old Highway 471 in downtown Brandon, Mississippi. Stop on by there, folks. Again, get the X Mark Moore, the one that's reliable, the one that lawn care professionals use and prefer two to one over everything else out there on the market. It's the way they roll. And they folks they just last they're built to last they work they get the job done don't be cutting all uneven dragging and all that uh-uh. folks they, they perfected the zero turn more x mark again frederick sales and service.com all right let's go to mobile bob yes sir hey hey man what's up yeah that was a definitely interesting interview that uh uh one of the and, uh, and the guy showed the uh, this, this afternoon. He was, um, yeah, saying well, like you said, what we all knew already knew, and as, as usual, late people are catching up. But okay, better late than never, I guess. Mm-hmm. With these lockdowns and whatnot, I watched Tucker Carlson's show yesterday, and he showed what's going on in China mm-hmm. with regards to their lockdown. I say China, the Shanghai, because it's the only place they're locking down to that extent. Right. And those people are prisoners. They are absolute prisoners. In that, 26 million people in one city, prisoners to this scam, which is called coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. And they, and of course, the Chinese, they are supposed to be some election going on about to happen in China mm-hmm. soon. And they're just using this as a way, and Shanghai is the least, is the most likely place right. where uh, the Chinese leader may not get so, a whole lot of support. 
Right. So that's so naturally they get locked down and shut down right. and treated like prisoners. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, these people are evil. That's right. And uh, uh, it's the same playbook they tried here. You don't you have those on the speakers? I mean, uh, microphones. I'm getting feedback. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's the same playbook that they're using here, uh, that they used here, rather. Uh, that's why I want to play this video. I want people to hear for themselves. And there you go. Uh, hear for themselves and, and, and make their own determination. Folks, we are dealing. This is not a policy dispute between Democrats and Republicans. Or These people are evil. And this, you're going to hear it with your own. You can ignore it. But he's laying it out there, song and verse. Yeah, Laura's better. Yeah. You can lay it out there, song and verse. And uh, you can decide what you want to do. But ignoring it is not going to make it go away. You're still going to be under threat. You're going to have to do something. Because they're going to do something to you. But go ahead, Mobile. I'm sorry. Oh, sure. And we can look for the Democrats to try to, you know, lock down in certain places. Uh, my guess is the Democrats are going to try to say, do whatever they can to save the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll probably lock down places like Atlanta. And uh, and the force and use mail in voting because they know they're going to lose that. Another play, another key Senate places uh, to try to lock them to lock them down so they can go back to mail in voting and get their cheat squad out again. Mm-hmm. So they can try to save the Senate and at least slow down the Republicans somehow. Right. So that's so that's going to be the next trick here. <clears throat> They'll try to bring back COVID just in time for the election because if they see that you know okay easing things up. Uh, the inflation still is eight percent, so even, even easing thing up isn't isn't uh, making people feel better. So let's lock everything back down again and pull out our cheat squad, which is what they're going to try to do. Eight and a half percent inflation under under Joe Brandon. <laughs> all you out there who uh, thought you were riding Biden, you riding this eight and a half? Did all this inflation? You riding that too? <laughs> they they found him on they found him on YouTube or Facebook because they they ain't got enough gas to keep up with Biden. Biden riding on our gas car, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> exactly. They're gonna they're gonna try to lock us down again for uh, at least in, in certain places. And they they know they're gonna get away with a full scale lockdown of the country like they did last time. And, but they'll they can lock they got some Democrat mayors and and certain governors. That will that will lock down cities. They can try and do that. Well, Philadelphia has, has gone back into lockdown, and uh, the renewal of the uh, national emergency, excuse me, national medical emergency, uh, happens on April sixteenth uh, for ninety days, and they'll keep doing that. These people don't listen. I mean, look, it's a it's a winning uh, formula for them. So why would they do it if they can do it? You know, these are Democrats. But uh, exactly, you know. and the cheat squad will get in high gear again to try and save the Senate for them as best they can. Because they, they have fair election, they get totally wiped out. So they can't allow fair elections ever again. And Republicans, time for them to finally start getting their stupid act together and trying to do something about it. Good luck on that, brother. Good luck on that. They'll sell us out really? quicker than the iPhone. Look, brother, I want to play this video right, for the man. people. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Uh, producer. When you get it ready, let's let... Folks, this is Dr. Artis. He's explaining to you that, in fact... The coronavirus is not a virus. They are poisoning us with a snake venom that has been synthesized. So they have plenty of it. And it appears to be that it's not spread by, uh, in other words, wearing the mask and crap is not going to do it. This stuff is in the water supply. Or are they putting it in our, folks, just listen to the video. Just listen. And this is on uh, uh, Rumble and Brighteon TV. Uh, websites, rather. And... Uh, Okay, it's loading. And it's, uh, again, it's just listen for yourself. The snake is the most despised 
animal out of the Bible, and that's the venom that they're using to try to dilute the DNA that God put in all mankind. So when you take that, take that booster shot, that's, where, that's what you're putting in your body. And that's why it's an mRNA, so they can compete with the instruction God put in your DNA with Satan's instructions. Oh, boy. And, then you, and, you, and your spirit, man, is not even, it, it, you, don't, you don't get any kind of bump in your spirit when you in, in, come around these people. When you see Dr. Fauci, none of that stuff is, your spirit is not disturbed. I want, it raises, I mean, that raises more questions to me. Okay, the fact that you can be around these evil people and not see the evil. Remember that donkey wouldn't go any further because he saw that angel uh, with that spinning, swinging, uh, spinning sword that was on fire. Okay, we got it ready. Go ahead, Mr. An artist, thanks a lot for being here. I do really appreciate the opportunity to do this. Yeah, this is actually going to be the only time I've ever been nervous in any interview. I'm not kidding. Like, I've never been nervous to discuss anything in relationship to the COVID pandemic whatsoever. But this has bothered me and has scared me. Putting things out is probably oftentimes the best way to protect yourself. Um, but people have lost their lives over what you're about to tell the world. I have to get this off my chest. My spirit's like screaming to say something and bring it to the forefront to protect as many innocent lives as possible. That's all I've been trying to do since May of 2020. As you know, when I read Anthony Fauci's memo on remdesivir, when I actually just hyperlinked, clicked the links to the studies that he was quoting saying that remdesivir was safe and effective, I knew right away that he was lying. I knew right away that this drug was gonna be used to mass murder a whole bunch of innocent people in America that did not need to die. Then he was gonna sell the world on the idea in the media that they were dying of a virus when in fact I knew they were being poisoned to death with this drug. I knew 30% of all people were gonna experience multiple organ failure, kidney failure, septic shock, and hypotension. That's what the studies said. Now we're a year and a half after that, and it's exactly the numbers that I said based on those studies. I'm pretty much called the remdesivir guy everywhere I go, which is odd for a retired chiropractor to be referenced as a pharmaceutical guy. <laughs> But it is true, remdesivir is a very toxic, deadly drug. There are a lot of medical doctors and professionals who will mention it that as it's just proven to be ineffective. It is not ineffective. It is very toxic and deadly. It is known and proven to actually injure specific organs in your body. It targets specific organs. This is a part of why I think my spirit is so moved to make sure this gets out, is that... Uh, January January 21st of this year so just two months ago uh, the FDA decided to authorize remdesivir as the only drug to be authorized to be used in all newborns in this country I can't, I cannot even fathom the men or women in charge that would actually do that. 
So it's now been moved since January 21st of 2022. It's been moved out of hospitals as the only drug to be used, only allowed in hospitals this entire pandemic. Now they're moving it into in and out of hospital care for children as young as newborns seven pounds heavy through the 18-year pediatric age range. It's the only authorized drug. There is nothing else that they're allowing for COVID-19 treatment. And I find that incredibly evil. And then they've also now canceled uh, monoclonal antibody uses throughout the United States and all U.S. territories for COVID-19 early treatment. And they're moving remdesivir to the uh, infusion centers where they were using monoclonal antibodies as the only IV infusion drug allowed. I have been moved with one singular purpose since May of 2020. When I read Anthony Fauci's memo about remdesivir, I felt this spark inside of me that I now had to go voice to the world a warning to try to protect as many innocent lives as possible from being killed. So let's talk about what happened. It all started with a text. There's a medical doctor that I admire and love because he is nonstop from the beginning of COVID. Um, has had the ability to project information and say to people around the world, you do not have to fear COVID. We have an answer. This guy has been on many stages with me. He still practices right now medicine and is an ER doc. And he sent me a text. It actually was dated December 1st. And I did not see it until like December 18th. I don't know how I didn't see it, but the text read, Hey, Dr. Artis, if you got bit by a rattlesnake, would you go to a hospital and get antivenom? And I realized when I saw him that he must have saw an interview I did on InfoWars. So Kate Daly done an interview with me and wanted to go over my thoughts of monoclonal antibodies. Well, I had been given some research studies that actually bothered me. I didn't like the idea based on the data in these research studies. I didn't think monoclonal antibodies were safe long-term. Not short-term, but long-term. Right. Now, I read the, the actual text message, got in the shower, and while I was in the shower, I was sitting there thinking, why would he send me that text? It has nothing to do with COVID. Like, zero. Nothing to do with COVID. So I'm going through this, and I'm thinking about the text, and all my brain keeps going to is, why is he mentioning, wouldn't I go get antivenom? Is there something about antivenom I don't know? So I actually got out of the shower, went and got on the, the internet, and I wanted to know, what are, what is antivenom? Only to find out that most antivenoms are monoclonal antibodies or polyclonal antibodies. And then I got it. Then I knew why he sent it to me. He wanted me to immediately see a question that he knew I would say, of course I would. If I got bit by a rattlesnake, of course I'm going to go to the hospital and get antivenom. So in his mind, I think he knew this was a way, or God inspired him to send me this message, that uh, Dr. Artis would be able to relate yes to the answer then go figure out why it is he would say yes okay this is where it all started I will repeat what Steve Kirsch said to an audience with me last month he said if the CDC says something to do you do the opposite if the NIH says to do something go to the opposite FDA do the opposite I'm sitting there realizing that antivenom is monoclonal antibodies, and then I immediately revert back to, in my own head, uh, I'm not trusting anything the CDC, NIH, or FDA says, is our federal health agencies, are they recommending monoclonal antibodies for COVID-19? Now, this is in the middle of December. No, they're not. Right. 
They've been bad-mouthing monoclonal antibodies this whole time. Stripped them out of Florida when DeSantis wanted to use them. And then January 21st of this year, they totally stripped out monoclonal antibodies. They do not want you touching monoclonal antibodies. They also didn't want you from the beginning to touch hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. They also don't want you touching ivermectin. They also don't want you touching NAC and acetylcysteine. So the, the things they tell you to avoid, we know they're telling you to avoid because they work. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Manning, Chuck Manning, general contractor extraordinaire. Chuck stands at the ready to help you for all your remodeling needs and dreams. Give Chuck a call. Chuck's number is easy to remember. Also, what his website is easy to remember. That's manningenterprises.me, manningenterprises.me. And uh, there you can see testimonials and samples of his work. Or you can text him at 601-946-4158. 946-4158. manningenterprises.me. We're going to go back to Dr. Artis. He's explaining to you, and he's about to get into the meat of the matter here. So, well, no further ado. Go ahead, sir. So when I realized that the federal health agencies actually were not supporting monoclonal <clears throat> antibodies, I mean, it's very, in an instant, I realized I was wrong. Right. That the CDC, NIH, and the FDA are bad-mouthing monoclonal antibodies for a reason. They know they work. And we believe that this is because they want people intentionally to not recover. Absolutely certain. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. But no, this is a... This actually got way more evil for me since I read that text than even before I read the text. I cannot believe the amount of evil behind this pandemic with what I've realized since then. I realized all of a sudden that monoclonal antibodies are anti-venom. The federal government doesn't want us using anti-venom. Why are they bashing anti-venom and why are we finding anti-venom works against COVID? Is it not a virus? Is it a venom? Like, this is what I want to know. Like, is COVID a venom? And this is why they don't want you using monoclonal antibodies. I mean, that sounds completely insane as a theory. It is completely insane. I mean, how, how would the masses be infected by snake bites? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you believe the mass media is controlled? Of course. You actually do yeah. believe that? Yes. So you believe that whatever's being pumped out in the media is being orchestrated and controlled? Of course. Like across all of it? Across all of it. Okay, good. All right, so in my head, I was like, okay, how do they keep people on that story? So there's this mass media group who are telling a huge story. They're all telling the same story around the world. Whenever anybody says anything against that narrative, what do they use now to combat that in the mainstream media? Disinformation. Yeah, they call them fact checkers. Yeah, fact checkers, yeah. Fact checking is the opposite of fact checking. <laughs> the arbiters of lies are the fact checkers. By definition, fact checkers are to divert you from truth and take you back to a narrative you're being sold worldwide. Right. If it's true, if it's true that COVID could actually be snake venom and how i got there was they don't support the use of anti-venom called monoclonal antibodies right. because they work the easiest way to figure that out is has that ever been fact checked and i wanted to know was there ever any mention that the source could have been a snake 
man. Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Over and over and over in the media, in January and February of 2020, are nonstop publications that the original source could either be from bats, snakes, or pangolins. And every time the snake is mentioned, fact checkers, one, two, three, four, five, six, constantly fact check it and spin it to the bats. There's no fact checking about bats. They keep you. They keep letting you look at bats. In the beginning, in January of 2020, the scientists inside of China said this can't be from these bats. These bats hibernate and it's the winter. When they did genetic sequences from the antibodies in the people who were sick in Wuhan, they found that their genetic sequence was not most like bats. They were most like two snakes. Proteins from the Chinese crate and the king cobra. Then I find in April of 2020, there's a research study published in France where they're finding that the receptors in the brain called nicotinic acetylcholinesterase receptors, that these are actually bound most tightly to snake venom of crate and cobra is what they're finding. And that the spike protein from SARS-CoV-2 is most identical to Chinese crate and king cobra venom. Then I find out that there's a, there's an actual doctor who works at the University of Pittsburgh in May. This is, this is insane right here. May of 2020. Yeah. Works in a computational lab dealing with genetic sequencing. And he's been researching for five months, sequencing of spike proteins, trying to solve the mystery of SARS-CoV-2 victims and he says he's got a big thing to, big press release. They're going to actually announce all their findings. And Bing Liu is his name. Set back in the quest to understand coronavirus after a researcher is shot and killed. 37-year-old Bing Liu was on the verge of making significant findings on COVID-19. And that's when I freaked out. That's when I freaked out. Also, all of the clippings in the media when they interview his boss, who is still at the University of Pittsburgh, Last name is Bahar. Every time he was interviewed, he said that they were going to publish the work they found through Bing Liu's work in their department. That's never been published. I'd like to know why a year and a half later that's yeah, never been published. A year and a half now. Where is it? And then all of a sudden the realization came that uh, this is the great lie. When I say that they have lied to you about everything in relationship to COVID, they've even lied about the viral part of COVID. Now you have to understand here, my entire stance for the last year and a half has been to educate, warn people about hospital protocols because of a drug called remdesivir. Right. So in this realization that this could all be related to venom, something bothered me in the January 21st EUA that came out from the FDA about remdesivir. In this 42-page document, it actually says there's only one drug that cannot be co-administered with remdesivir at the same time because it negates the antiviral properties of remdesivir, and that drug is hydroxychloroquine. In 2020, January, there's this incredible study that's published where there's been over like a 10-year period where 
a company has been funding a research study gene mapping all the genes of the venoms and proteins and peptides inside of King Cobra venom. And in January 2020, they published their findings. Oh, ask me if I was shocked when I saw that it was 19 toxic venom proteins that they isolated that specifically target organs in your body. So I go to the funding part of this study and I want to know, well, how many, who funded this and how many companies? It says that uh, the majority of the companies funding and studies funding came from a company called Genentech. Genentech is a subsidiary of a company called Roche. I don't know anything about these companies. I've never even heard of them. The employees of Genentech, who were the authors of this study, said they have a conflict of interest because they share, they actually hold shares and stocks in Roche. And all I did was go like this. This is not a joke. I was like, Genentech? I've never heard of Genentech. Is there a correlation between Genentech and Gilead? This is not a joke. I typed it on the internet. Is there a connection to Genentech and Gilead? Oh my God. Gilead bought two facilities that deal with biological studies from Genentech in 2011 and then brought 55 of their executives into Gilead in 2011. Just when that King Cobra study started. Gilead is the manufacturer of remdesivir. Guess what's been known since 2005 blocks the nicotine receptors in the brainstem being injured by cobra venom and viper venom. Guess what drug does that? Chloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine. Let's take a break. It's getting good. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you, State Farm agent extraordinary John Dorsa. John stands at the ready to give you a quote on homeowners, renters, or homeowners, renters, auto insurance. That's right, folks. Give him a call, 601-790-2600. That's John Dorsa, located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland, right next to McDonald's and Vinyl Plus. You can't miss it, and you'll be glad you dealt with John Dorsa. Real estate. A real estate agent, uh, State Farm agent extraordinaire. All right, let's go back to Mr. Artist. He's explaining that, folks, we have been injected and subjected to snake venom. Listen on. Remdesivir, packaged and stored as it is delivered to hospitals, comes in a little glass vial. It's called lyophilized powder. It actually has a white to yellowish tint. Guess what color snake venom has when it's stored? then to be diluted in sodium chloride or distilled water to be administered in an IV. Or if people are buying King Cobra Venom lyophilized, they mix it in the same preparation as listed on the fact sheet for remdesivir to actually take Cobra Venom or any other Viper Venom and inject it into horses to make monoclonal antibodies. When you read the emergency use authorization for remdesivir, it states, this one from January 21st, that every practitioner who administers this to a COVID patient, pediatric or not, you have to evaluate for what's called prothrombin time. Prothrombin time means if it increases the prothrombin time, it means it's taking your blood's ability to coagulate and making it longer. So it thins your blood, you can't clot. You will internally bleed to death. With remdesivir, 
it is stated on the emergency use authorization, every patient has to have its prothrombin time checked before you give it remdesivir and during treatment. Do you know what, uh, do you know what King Cobra Venom does to the blood? It makes it so that it can't clot. It makes it so it can't clot. You know what one of the evidences is? It's prothrombin time. And if you look at the CDC's website and the NIH's website on the adverse events from remdesivir called Veclery, it actually it actually says it increases prothrombin time, which is exactly what King Cobra Venom does to the human body. And remdesivir is lyophilized peptides, proteins of King Cobra Venom. The University of Arizona published uh, last summer a paper when they actually evaluated the blood samples and tissues of people who died, hundreds of them, from two different hospitals, after being treated for COVID, which means they got what drug? Remdesivir. Remdesivir. When they evaluated their blood, the title of their published article is... Welcome back. Why do some people seemingly perfectly healthy die from COVID and others don't? It's a question baffling experts during this pandemic. That sure is. And new research from the University of Arizona suggests we're closer to getting an answer. As Team 12's Jess Winters explains, it seems to boil down to an enzyme that's also found in rattlesnake venom. What does this rattlesnake have to do with COVID-19 deaths? We turned much of my research in my lab towards COVID a year and a half ago. Chilton says he got blood samples from more than 100 patients in a New York ICU. They either had no COVID, a mild, moderate, or severe case of the virus. He did some fancy-schmancy artificial intelligence in his lab and discovered two distinct patterns in the people who were dying from COVID. These patterns, number one, told us that the the... the Vital organs were in trouble, but the other looked as if they were being attacked by some enzyme. He says he then found the highest concentration of this enzyme that has ever been found in humans. These levels attacking internal organs means multiple organ failure and death. So where do the rattlesnakes come into play? This enzyme is a humanized version, part of the same family as the active ingredient in snake venom. In simple terms, this enzyme related to rattlesnake venom that's been found in humans is likely causing tremendous damage, leading to COVID-19 deaths. And then they take you through all of the elevated enzymes in the blood samples of these people that are naturally found in rattlesnake venom and viper venom that are in levels they've never seen before. Do you wanna know how they got there? Five to 10 days of remdesivir? They've known since 2005, if you inject a mouse with cobra venom, you inject it, like they're doing with remdesivir, injecting it into your veins, it actually causes a cytokine storm in the lungs of all animals. I am convinced that COVID-19 is not a respiratory virus of any kind. It is actually venom poisoning, and they're using, I believe, synthesized peptides and proteins from venoms of snakes and they're administering them and targeting them to certain people. Now, the amazing thing about these 19 toxins found in cobra venom, they're specifically sequenced to target specific organs, like the pancreas in a diabetic, 
like the heart in a heart disease patient, like the liver in a hepatitis patient. Wait, wait, wait. So if I die because I'm a cancer patient or if I die from some sort of liver-related function because I've had liver problems, if I die, then it'll be undetectable. It'll be untraceable. They're going to chalk it up. Of course this diabetic died. This is the most original of all bioweapons ever. Snake venom. <laughs> I mean, we know how poisonous snakes are. This is the most obvious bioweapon ever. When I say... This is uh, Stu Peters interviewing Dr. Artis, uh, who has uh, done research and come to the conclusion, based on the evidence out there provided by CDC, World Health Organization, FDA, that the virus that they call COVID is in fact snake venom that these mad billionaire Bill Gates types, New World Order folks have set up on to kill off humanity. The snake is the most vilest, hated animal out of the Bible. It is Satan's handmaiden. And it's fitting that this is what they would use to try to subjugate mankind. You can find this on Rumble, uh, Brideon, or if you contact me, I'll send it to you on text or email. This is the most evil thing I've ever encountered in my entire life. Could you ever have imagined that the one greatest symbol of evil in all of Christendom, <laughs> what is the symbol of evil in Christianity? The serpent. The serpent. Can you think of anything more evil than envenomating the entire world with snake venom? and then injecting snake venom into your veins and then using mRNA technology that they've been isolating from snake venom for years that they know are unusually stable, more stable than any other mRNA they've isolated from other natural organisms for decades. 2015, they took mRNA from cobra venom, crate venom, and they actually wrapped the mRNA in nanoparticle hydrogel. How often have you heard about that with these new mRNA vaccines? And they made it even more stable. Then they actually added what's called dynabeads to those nanoparticle hydrogels surrounding the mRNA of snake venom. And it made it even more stable. It made it last longer. It made it easier to get inside of your cells. Do you know what dynabeads are? Magnetic metal nanoparticles. going to take a break we'll be right back we'll play this up to the end of the show i'm gonna make comments on it tomorrow but go ahead mr producer i want you to listen as we as we go into easter i want you to think about what this man is saying and what Jesus did at the cross. Do you really believe in what Jesus did? Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks? This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, 
getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into an executive session. What's going on? Your prayers have been answered, Donald. You can stay uh, here about a minute or so. Apparently, I'm dying. Rob, could you get him a chair, please? Allergic reaction might trigger cardiovascular collapse. Take in from. I've actually told my wife six months prior to this that it's very odd when you go on the CDC's website that they have this wastewater surveillance tab on the COVID data tracker site. Yeah. And they have 400 water testing sites in 37 cities in this country. What no one knows is the data from the CDC between January of 2020 and September of 2020 in relationship to their water testing of these 37 cities. They only let people know they were doing it in September of 2020 and now are releasing that data. They now just announced two weeks ago, Walensky did of the CDC, that they're now upping their water testing. They say and have been reporting to media outlets that how it works is they are PCR testing our wastewater because we, as we get COVID-19, are pooping it in the water and we're going to test our wastewater and we can tell a city when there's high amounts of SARS-CoV-2 in the water, they can actually tell that same community four or five days later is going to be an outbreak of COVID-19 in that city. Wait a minute. That's backwards. That is completely backwards. If if a community has had SARS-CoV-2 go through their body, right. they already had their symptoms. When they eliminated the virus, supposedly the virus, out of their body and it ends up in your wastewater, you no longer have symptoms. Right. How could you know and then be able to confirm in the future, four to five days from now, when we find it in your wastewater supply from your city, when we see it being shed in your water, four to five days later, we can actually tell you there's going to be an outbreak in your city? It's not because there's an outbreak in that city. Just like in the show Blacklist. I had to break this down for every aspect of COVID. One thing that's been very unique to COVID is this sense of loss of taste and smell that lasts for months, even years. years. Holy cow. I had no idea. They already knew this did this to people. When you drink it, for the people who are the natural healers or the individuals who've got bitten when they actually suck the venom of cobra into their mouth and then spit it out they have this loss of taste and smell that can last 12 months a year and a half it's just from having exposed in the mouth which is exactly what's happening when it's being put into our water now the thing about the water is this they are using the water systems because they can target specific demographics they are absolutely confident that the peptides they have chosen for COVID circulated throughout the earth and throughout the populace specifically targets and the vaccines and the mRNA in the vaccines specifically target organs like your spleen, your pancreas for diabetics, that's a concern, brain tissue, liver tissue, lung tissue, and heart tissue. So if you already have a disease process of inflammation of any of those organs, you are the ones they're targeting. So the people that work at my water treatment facility are aware of this? They're in on it? No. Okay. No. The CDC's in on it. And the CDC is working with contracting companies to make sure they do it. Mild and kind. Kent is kind-tasting to your taste buds, kind-tasting to your throat. So there's nothing to disturb your full enjoyment of the goodness of Kent's finest quality tobaccos. So get your taste buds back to normal. 
There are nicotine receptors in your brainstem that control your diaphragm. Your diaphragm has to contract to be able to allow oxygen at all to get into your lungs. They are using crate venom and cobra venom, calling it COVID-19. You're drinking it. It's getting it into your brainstem and it's paralyzing your diaphragm's ability to breathe. I cannot say this enough. In the very beginning of COVID, it was being reported around the world that the least demographic represented in hospitals being hospitalized for COVID-19 were smokers. Around the world, it was less than 5% of everybody in hospitals were actually smokers. And they found that odd only because this was a respiratory virus. Doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't it be that the sure. people who are shoving tobacco and nicotine in their lungs would be more apt to be traumatized by a novel respiratory virus? But All right. Okay, we're out of time. You can find that. That is the Dr. Artis interview by Mr. Uh, uh, Drew Pete, uh, Drew, what is his name? Stu Peters. I'm sorry. Stu Peters. You can find him on Rumble, Rem, uh, Brighteon, or you can text or email me and I'll send it to you. Thanks. We're going to talk about it more on tomorrow, folks. It's been Snake Venom, the handmaiden of Satan, the favorite of Democrats, and New World Order folks all over. We're back on the radio in 22 hours. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.